Welcome to Real Talk Christian Podcast, where we drink coffee and have real conversations on faith, culture, and society. This is Mark Hyde. And Chris Fuller. And on today's episode of Real Talk Christian, we are talking about the new heaven, the new earth, the new Jerusalem, and why this even matters. Fuller, are you ready? Let's go. What's going on? Brother, <laughs> I feel very joyful, bro. I do too. I beat you to the punch there. You I, did? That's okay. <laughs> a few episodes ago, I couldn't even get the intro right. Well, that's true. That was pretty You know, I was really hyped up on coffee that night too because like, I went back and listened to it. It was like really fast introduction. <laughs> I wasn't a Real Talk Christian Podcast. We drink coffee. Yeah. Thank you for choosing your Real Talk Christian Podcast. It's like, whoa, calm down. This isn't an auction. Speaking of, 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 of how fast we're going, can we just give a shout out? To all the listeners that have been listening since episode one. Uh, yeah, you guys rock, and I'm very sorry for the poor quality podcast. Oh, man. We went back and listened, and we thought we were top-notch, killing it. We had a lot. We, we, we've grown a lot, my friend. The sad thing is, is in five years from now, we're going to go back and listen to this episode, and it's going to be like, man, we sucked. <laughs> but, I mean, we've come a long way with audio quality conversation. Even Definitely. the intro, I went back and listened. I'm like, I was trying to be calm and slow and understandable and that's have boring we had music yeah we had paradise we had paradise but no it would start with i would welcome right away yeah. go into paradise and no then janiel would talk and then we'd get into it yeah so all right yeah either well. way just for those who are we'll, we'll even we'll, we'll throw the rewinders into this category too uh, if you rewind if you're a rewinder and went back and listened to all the episodes or you've been with us since the beginning thank you Thank you. We would not be here without you guys. And if you're new... Well, we would be here. Well, we, we still would be here. Just you know, no one would be listening. Right. Out, kind of... It'd suck. It wouldn't be okay. It's not as fun if people don't listen. <laughs> <laughs> we like to be prideful and have our egos boosted by the numbers. Let's just be honest. No, not no, really. I do. But <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Real talk, man. But either way, those who are... Old-time RTC family, welcome back. Those who are new to the podcast, maybe this is your first time, but you're still just getting used to it, welcome to the family. Welcome. We're inclusive here in RTC. We are very inclusive of all people that are willing to listen. That have ears. You may not if agree you have with, ears, let them hear. You may not agree with us, but we're going to talk let's about let's be honest. It. We don't even agree with ourselves sometimes. Most times. Like, remember that episode of Faith versus Science where we were oh, like, yeah. oh, crap, um, Wait, wait. That's that was not wrong. The, that's not what the that's Bible says. That's not what the says. Bible says. <laughs> My view is wrong. And we, we left it on air. We're like, oh. Uh, wait. The hang Bible on. just proved my opinion wrong. There's no editing in this podcast. No. Nope. The, it's just, the it only edit we have ever done, um, we edited one time when you had a brain fart. One time when I had a brain fart. And we're talking like three but, minute long. Yeah, ones. those were just long pauses. Uh-huh. That's, And then the one time... We had Mr. Soche on, and he misspoke on some bad facts. We didn't even edit that out. We nope, just we just added a prelude at the beginning. Yeah. The, the and there's even been times where our mic stands because they're have ghetto fallen? cheap have fallen. No, the inter- it, interview I had with Paul Lindgren and his story. The the, the spoon the, divorce, the spoon falling and my dog shaking that was all in it. I yep. mean, hey, it's real talk. We're just gonna go We've with had it. Doorbells and yeah, you know, cars, sirens. We well, don't, speaking of, there might be a doorbell in this episode because I'm supposed to have another package being dropped off. That's true. So but there you might the, be a doorbell. You got the ring, so well, it's I got sound the, cool. I got the chime, so it'll yeah. do 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 and whatever. Right. But but Anyways. either way, welcome back. If you are old time, if you're new, welcome to the family. We're excited to have you. 
We're all about real conversations, real talk, and real coffee. Yeah, uh, well, lack well, thereof now. We're on water now. But we before the podcast, when we were talking for the past two hours, we were drinking Guatemalan again. We have a problem where we like we have to, we, we make our coffee. We, we French press here on RTC. Oh, we yeah. French press it. I, we haven't done pour over because that takes too much time to do individual cups. But we, we do French press. We make it. We're like, all right, let's podcast. And then we start talking. And then we drink it. And then it's like, oh, it's time to start. And the coffee, coffee is, gone. is gone. So this was a wonderful Wonderful brew, though, man. This it, is the second was. time we've done this one. It was. It was really good. The you said Guatemalan. It's the Guatemalan. Yeah, yep. we did that one last week too. Yep. Yes, we did. Yep. And uh, we good. we should be good. drinking some more uh, smell Salvador here soon. Oh, when I get it roasted. And speaking of, and speaking of El Salvador. Speaking of El Salvador, why are we speaking about El Salvador? Well, because it's part of our giveaway that we're having for our fiftieth episode. Where's the hand claps and the cheers? Come on, Mark. You're supposed to have that. There you go. But I, yeah, I, I need the the the, the, the air horn. The beam, beam, beam. <laughs> but as our, if you you know have listened to our podcast before, we always talk about if you leave a review or a comment, we'll send you a, a mini swag bag if you get us your information. And uh, for the fiftieth episode, we decided to do a mega swag bag giveaway. I was ready that time. There it goes. Well, you might as well just keep that queued up for right now. <laughs> So, Mark, let's, you're funny. <laughs> let's talk about what's in the mega swag Dude, tell bag. tell me about this mega swag bag, bro. So, the mega swag bag has nine different items in the mega swag bag. Nine different items. At a value of $100. So, you're getting $100 worth of free stuff, RTC top quality stuff for free. Like what kind of stuff? So, let's talk about it. We let's have, talk about we it. We have our Real Talk Christian podcast Tri-Blend t-shirt. Oh, this ain't the cheap no, this kind. This ain't the cheap stuff. If you this like isn't. if you like Bella by Canvas or that next level, it's going to have that vibe. This is the good stuff. Yep, Tri-Blend, baby. We also have our RTC Josh drawstring backpack. Man, I cannot Josh talk. String. Josh String. You don't say that too fast because, you know, <laughs> your kids listen to this, bro. <laughs> um, but, yeah, we got an RTC backpack. Yep. That's going to be – that's the – it's an actual mega it's swag actual bag that everything will be in. We also have our RTC sticker, which the sticker and the button always go into our mini swag bags, which we send out if you leave a review and a comment and, you know, send us your information through our email, which we'll get into in a sec. What else you also get, though? You get the signed picture Ooh. of Mark and I. It's an 8 by 10 We're going to sign it. So, mm-hmm. you know, it may be good toilet paper for the next... <laughs> You know, pandemic, or, or, you know, it may just be nice to have for scaring rats away. I mean, I, I don't, I don't know which, but you'll have a signed RTC eight well, by ten. We, we are fearfully and wonderfully made. We are. <laughs> we are going to take that verse back from them women ministries. Right. So what else we get? We get uh, the RTC official coffee mug. Yep, the one that we use in every episode. We use it every time we podcast. Uh, but the best part about the coffee mug is what goes in the coffee mug, mm. which is the home roasted RTC El Salvador coffee. You will get a half pound of that, of the whole bean for free. For free. Free. You know, there's a, free? My, my favorite coffee shop in Nashville. I just found out cause I was like, Oh, what, what would happen? I saw another friend of mine who likes it too. It's 20 bucks a pound. Yeah. So you figure like that's even Dude. a half pound it's 10 bucks, but and they use they 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 do the same method you do. Right. They roast the same way. Except for mine is so yummy. Mm. 
Anyways. And, but I'm just saying this is a good value. It, it, it is. So, so I mean, we talked about that, but we have a, a couple more things. You also get one of our newly developed and designed business cards, mm-hmm. which has our website and our email yep. and something else. Our faces. Oh, well, our faces. But there's something else on there, which you'll hear on the 50th you hear about episode. later. you hear about that one later. And then you also get a personalized letter from your RTC hosts. I think we should handwrite the letter. You write a handwritten note, and then I do it. Or should we type one out? Because they can't read our handwriting. They can't read my handwriting. (laughs) (laughs) We'll type it out. We'll type it out. It'll be it'll be personalized to you, and yeah. But think think about this, bro. Think think about this. So whoever wins the minis, uh, my back up. Whoever wins the mega swag bag can wear RTC merch while they're drinking our coffee in our coffee mug. While they listen to Real Talk Christian And podcast. look at us. And look at us, because we are <laughs> sights to behold, bro. Well, something like that. <laughs> I mean, that could be good or bad, because, I mean, even Bigfoot, people can't look away. So, you know. <laughs> Maybe we're the missing link. <laughs> I'm not. But, uh, yeah, so our 50th episode is going to air, uh, I believe it's next week, July 9th. July 9th? Yeah. Yeah, next week. Next week. Dang, Sorry, dude, I, mean, I can't believe. Can you? It. We're at fifty. Oh, holy cow! 50. Almost, almost at fifty. So July 9th is uh the the audio. We always drop it. Yeah, we'll drop it on, Thursday morning on, on the Thursday. That'll be the fiftieth episode, and then on Friday, Friday evening, July tenth, we will be on Facebook Live and YouTube, and we will be drawing the grand prize mega swag bag winner. But Fuller, people might be wondering, okay, I'm new to this podcast thing. Right, you know, right, I'm trying right. to figure this out. I don't, I mean, I'm, I'm learning. My first time listening to RTC. How do you win this mega swag bag? So there's a couple ways. That is mega swag. And and, and last week we added a couple we ways. Added some, <laughs> we love our we RTC love our people. Listeners. So there's a couple different ways that you can actually enter the drawing for the mega swag bag. Oh, shut up. So, really? So one, you get an entry if you are on Facebook and you like share and comment yep on instagram you can get an entry if you what, what is it like and tag and somebody tag. like and tag on the post right on the on the specific on, the, on that on rtc that. giveaway post yep. right correct and then if you want to get an additional well then you can also email us yep you can email us at real talk christian podcast at gmail.com because some people aren't on social media some people aren't yep and we're inclusive and some people you know Watch through YouTube or whatever, yeah. and we want to make sure we don't miss you. So, yep, yep. Uh, and then you can get an additional entry if you do two of the three that we just mentioned, and then you can get an additional entry if you go on to Apple Podcast and leave a review and a a comment. So, 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 Fuller, what so you're you can, telling you me can is... Win, you can have three entries. You can have three entries to win $100 of custom... Custom made. RT Sweet. RT Sweet? RT Sweet. RT Swag? RTC Swag? I don't know. I'm done. <laughs> mega I'm done. Swag. You forgot the Mega, and that's why it threw you off. RTC, I need more coffee. Mega swag. I'm drinking water right now, and that's not good for me. Coffee's good for me. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So, th- there's a few different ways to enter there. Uh... Yeah, I hope we get a lot of entries or else Mark and I are going to have a lot of extra swag just 
lying just chilling. Around. I mean, more coffee to drink, more t-shirts to wear, go. more more backpacks to put our junk in. But yeah, I mean, uh, hope you know by now you guys have probably seen some of the little small giveaway videos. Yep. We're we're gonna keep posting a couple more this week and in, leading into next week where we're going to actually do the live drawing on the yep, 10th. Yep. But you have to make sure you comment, like, and share on the specific giveaway post. You have to look for that specific one on Instagram and on Facebook. Right. So, which is funny because... Or email us. Or email. You can just email us and say, hey, I want to be entered. That yeah, works. That, that works, too. That works. And here's why we're doing it, man. You know, it's like... This is our family, you know? It's right. like you guys out there with the earbuds in deal with us week in and week out. Well, not we want to thank yeah. you guys. You guys support us, so we yep. want to send you a, a thank you gift for listening to us. And uh, and we made it 50 episodes. 50 episodes. 50 episodes. You know, I I would ask you. No, I'm not going to ask you that. You're just going to wait till the 50th episode to find out, I guess. Oh. Never mind. Never mind. But either way, so just a reminder, next week. Is 50th episode. It's special episode. And then after that, the day after we do the drawing, and if, I don't know if we mentioned it in this episode. We mentioned the last episode. But whoever name is drawn, we will contact you yep, yep. via Facebook or Instagram or email. However you contacted us, right. you have 24 hours to get your address back to us. 24 hours. 24 dude. hours. Personal message, you know. Just somehow get something, it to us. Get us, get, get us your personal information so we can send you send you the mega swag back. Because if you don't claim it, you know what you're going to feel like? If you don't name it and claim it. Wow, that was a pretty good You one. like that? You like that? But if, if you, you don't, don't name it and claim it. Wow, we're going there. Joel What's Holstein. up? <laughs> What's up, Keflo Dollar? <laughs> but if you don't name it and claim it within 24 hours... We're going to just right. draw another name and go with the next person. Just go to 24 the next 24 hours. So it starts uh, right after the live broadcast ends. That's it. Well, That's I don't know about you, bro, starts. but you ready to get into today's conversation? Let's I think we talked about it. the mega swag bag enough. Yeah. Hey, did we have any reviews real fast? No. Okay, no reviews. We'll move no. on. Moving on. No. All right. So actually, this, this question was given to us uh, by my lovely or no it wasn't it wasn't my lovely well it was my lovely wife earlier but the question originally came up and we hit on the topic on episode 46 of ask rtc anything part one if you haven't heard it go back and listen to it episode 46 uh but the question was if god is going to make a new heaven and a new earth one day why doesn't he do it already and that was question number seven that we tried to do a quick overview. We answered it quick. We answered oh, it very man. quick. But my wife goes, you know, that's a that's a good thing. That's a good question that you guys need to spend a little bit more time on. So could you guys like do a, a whole podcast episode on that? <laughs> and of course we're like, obviously. We only live to serve. <laughs> <laughs> we serve at the pleasure. <laughs> yes. Yes, we do. So what I'm hearing is, is if someone wants to have a question asked so if a person wants to ask a question and we answer it, they should contact Janiel first. That's what I'm hearing. No, right? they can contact us. I, <laughs> it was just an additional question. She was like, that was a good question. You guys probably should hit on that a it little is. bit more. So the question and is, there was a lot of good questions that we were like, man, oh, I really wish we had more time. To ones. So we may go back yeah. in future seasons and listen and, and go back through those questions. We're I'm sure we will. But today we're talking about you know, but, but, if God's going to make it, why hasn't he done it already? Well, that was, you know? the, that was the original question. And so... Uh, the follow-up question, I guess, that I want to talk about, and and Mark, you want to talk about, is what is the new heaven, the new earth, the new Jerusalem? 
the new body and why is it important? I yep. mean, that was the whole title of this, this podcast. And so, uh, just going to kick it off real fast and then you can fire back if you want. But I always want to kick it off with a, a quote because Mark is, I love quotes. Mark is a quote fanatic. Quote snob. This one comes from N.T. Wright. Mm-hmm. And Mark and I talked Tom about Wright. this. We, we don't always agree with everything, but some a lot stuff. of things. So, yeah, just take it as you will. Uh, he says, we live, therefore, between Easter and the consummation. So he's talking about between the time Christ rose from the grave to the time the bride is he's reunited. Back. Right. Following Jesus Christ in the power of the Spirit and commissioned to be for the world what he was for Israel, bringing God's redemptive reshaping to our world. Christians have always found it difficult to understand and articulate this and have regularly distorted the picture in one direction or the other. So why did I look up that quote and like, oh, going to say it today? Why did you look up that quote? (laughs) It is so true that we distort things. We get an opinion or we learn something and we push it rather than continuing to seek truth and continuing to be open to maybe what we've missed. We're all humans and none of us have all truth. So um, Mark on episode 46, you kind of said something. I had always thought about new heaven and new earth as God was going to do away with everything and like do the whole, and there it was again, like veggie tales and <laughs> make a whole new everything. In and out. Uh, well, and, and except you, for the fact that this would be better. VeggieTales, they did a whole new everything, and it wasn't as good. Yeah. Old VeggieTales was, is the GOAT. Right. Yep. OG. But but you brought that up, and I had never... You, you brought up something. That's that's the way I had always thought. And you said, I don't necessarily know if I believe that. I kind of view it more of a uh, God is going to cleanse this earth and this heaven. Yep. And, Purify. And, right. And then make a new, kind of like in the days of Noah. Mm-hmm. The, fl- the Great Flood is exactly yep. what I thought of. And I'm like... It's interesting. So you know me. We always kind of chew and mull over some things that each other say, and I'm like, I kind of like that. I kind of like because, I mean, he did it once. He did it with Noah. So And he even said, I'm going to do it. I would never flood the earth right. he didn't with say water. He, he never said he wouldn't cleanse it with fire. But we compared the final judgment to Noah's judgment, and it's not right. like God went and blew up the whole earth. You know? Right, exactly. So I was like, well, you know, I had always thought this way. Mark, you brought some new idea. Let's study the scripture. And, and I will say this, you know, <laughs> I, I didn't believe this way until I started, um, you know, me and creeds. I love my creeds too. I actually taught through the apostles creed and youth group for 12 years. Oh, here weeks. we go. The apostle creed. The apostles creed. But and I should say, I did not teach the creed. We just used the creed as a springboard to talk about the main points of faith. Right. And one of them was that, you know, um, Jesus will come back and judge the living in the, uh, the judge. He will come back and judge the living and the dead. What does that mean? That got into the conversation of, what's going to happen when Jesus comes back. And then I started reading and I'm like, yeah, you know that this view has a lot of historical evidence to go along with it. And I always thought that God was going to literally wipe wipe everything clean slate and then go back. Yep. But it wasn't until I started studying to see how, how he did it with the flood. He called his creation. Good. Jesus restores all things to himself. He will restore creation to himself. So that's how I got there. Slow, slow down a little bit, Uh-oh. Mark. Okay, <laughs> this is my topic. One of them. I want to mention that though this ties in with the end times. Yep. We are not so much digging into when are we going to be wrapped. We're not digging into rapture. We're yep. not digging into that on this episode. So if you think that that's what this episode is going to be about, it's what? not. Nope. 
Um, Whether you're pre-mill, post-mill, on-mill, this is all the same. This, this, is, this, this view, this, this section of the end times, sh- we should all probably, based on the scripture, be able to agree on. Yeah, it doesn't so, matter what your view on the end times right. is. This is when, when Jesus restores all things and makes right. all things new. Yep. So let's look at some scripture uh, talking about the new heaven, new earth, the new Jerusalem. You know, we've heard several these terms used. Dang, if you like the Bible, you're going to like this conversation. We have lots of <laughs> verses. Um, I hear a lot of people talking about the New Jerusalem. You know, I've heard a lot of, of pastors and preachers talk about the New Jerusalem, and um, that's where everybody goes to live and this and that. And, and the uh, measurements of the city and the, the, the gold stuff. Yeah, I remember yeah, all those. Yeah. I remember all those sermons. Yeah, so um, I was like, well, you know, what are the scriptures? I want to see the scriptures on the... If it says New Jerusalem, New Heaven, New Earth, I want to see the scriptures on it so we can talk about it. So the first scripture I found was back in Isaiah 65, 17. And it was a prophecy to Israel about the New Jerusalem. So Isaiah 65 was speaking to the chosen people of God, Israel, about things to come, not necessarily about the church. Okay, I just want to put that pretext yep, nice. in there if you read before. 65, Isaiah 65, 17 through 19, he is speaking to Israel. The Old Testament's not about America. <laughs> yeah, so if, if that's what you were thinking, then I'm sorry. But any, but no, but no, that's what it was. So, but anyway, so Isaiah 65, 17, starting in 17, going through 19, says this, For behold, I create new heavens and a new earth, and the former things will not be remembered or come to mind. But be glad and rejoice forever in what I create. For behold, I create Jerusalem for rejoicing, and her people for gladness. I will also rejoice in Jerusalem and be glad in my people. And there will no longer be heard in her the voice of weeping and the sound of crying. So this is NASB. You know me, I like my NASB. But when we're looking at this, you know, before when I read it, before, you know, I figured out that pre-Pentecost day was really speaking to Israel and post-Pentecost speaking to the church, um, that yeah, I always thought, oh, my people, oh, that's the church. That's, that's anybody that's saved. Well, that's not necessarily true if you read the the context of the scriptures before that. It's talking to Israel. So right. he's speaking to Israel. God's chosen people. Right. That's exactly when you hear the, the my chosen and my people. My he's, beloved. Yep. He's speaking to Israel, his chosen people. So uh, in this section of scripture, he's, he's talking about how he's creating this new Jerusalem for his people and all these things will go away. And so this is speaking to, um, to Israel. Uh, and then go back into, or we're going to go back into the text into Isaiah 66, 15 through 17, where he sets the scene of what's transpiring before uh, God makes everything new. So this is talking about the day of the Lord type of thing. So, so Isaiah 65, just making sure I'm keep on track, is... This will happen. This is the new Jerusalem. Right. And then 66 flips and goes, well, this is what has to happen first. Right. Okay. Exactly. Yep. This is what has to um, happen before the new earth, the new heaven, and the new Jerusalem comes down for my people, a.k.a. Israel. Yep. And it's uh, so 66, 15 says, for behold, the Lord will come in fire and his chariots like the whirlwind to render his anger with fury and his rebuke with the flames of fire. For the Lord will execute judgment by fire. And by his sword on all flesh. And those slain by the Lord will be many. Those who sanctify and purify themselves to go to the gardens, following one in the center, who eats swine's flesh, detestable things, and mice, will come to an end altogether, declares the Lord. 
So again, this was kind of speaking to Israel. Man, about... he's talking about pork rinds. <laughs> pork rinds and rats. <laughs> man, I, used to, I love pork rinds. Oh, man, they're so good. Sorry. Uh, that's a different topic. <laughs> Apparently it's a testable, but anywho. But so the reason why I bring out this scripture um, after is because it's not, it's talking about the whole earth. So it's not just speaking about Israel, but he's not calling those other people, his people or his chosen because he is speaking to Israel at the time. And they wouldn't quite understand what he's talking about when, because they're, they're his chosen people, not Gentiles. And so right. it's a different mindset, different culture, but it's interesting. And why I brought this up is it does not say that he's going to just blow up the earth or the heavens. Yeah, and so this is why I brought like, this up. So, yeah. so that's why I was kind of looking at like, no, he just says that uh, he's coming down with his anger and fury and his rebuke with flames of fire. So this is where it talked about the purification process, like in the days yeah, of Noah. Yeah, purify this, themselves. This yeah. is where I was chewing over with um, your thought process, Mark. And so I was like, hmm, that's interesting. And nowhere in that, that section of Isaiah does he talk about that. But then, he, you know, after verses 15, or verses 15 through 17, which we just read, he goes into verse 22 and says, For just as the new heavens and the new earth, which I make will endure before me, declares the Lord, so your offspring and your name will endure. So he's talking to Israel again. So you see... It's not really talking to the church. And that's why I brought that in. He talks about the new heavens and new earth. He's speaking to his children again. So these things have to happen. And then this thing, again, like we talked about before, I read that that text. So, um, yeah, it was just interesting to me to see um, how the Old Testament, how God spoke through prophets to his chosen, to the children yeah. of Israel, and how nowhere in there, and no text I could find did he say he was going to obliterate the heavens and the earth. He just said his anger was going to come out and his judgment was going to come out by fire. Right. So, you know, it's it's cool. Like I'm I'm reading through this because I actually, you know, I've I've read parts of Isaiah. It's one of those books where it's like I mean I've read the whole thing, but most of it didn't make sense. Kind of glossed over it. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it was for school, so you know. Right. Um, but it says. Uh, you know, those who sanctify and purify themselves go to the gardens, following one in the center. And it's the fact of those who come back to God will will be pu- will will be purified and go to the gardens. And it's funny how the world starts with the garden, and this even says it ends in the garden. Right. And it's the fact of you know I I, I once heard a Jewish professor say um, in in some of his readings that I had to read was when God makes everything new. He's making shalom. He's making peace because the right. garden was restful. It was we we still had jobs. Well, we still worked, but it was rest. It was peace. It's where God was. It was the perfect thing. You just hit it right there. That's the you place know? where God was. He's the bringing place us where back. God resides. He's bringing us back to where we can walk and talk and live life. And it's so Father. funny, you know. I think of that song from Elevation Worship, "The Graves and the Gardens," where God, you know, He can take our graves and turn it into gardens. But the picture of the garden is the most peaceful place ever where God walked with man and man right. had rest and man found rest in God, but man still worked and he's had companionship and all these different things. Right. And it's, it's like, you know, oh, do I want to go into this rabbit trail? Not rabbit trail, this rant yet. I don't know. Can I do it? Can I do it? Can I do it? Go Can for I do it? it. Drives me nuts when pastors say, you know, and they just focus on heaven. When you die, you're going to go to heaven. You're going to die when you're going to go to heaven. When you, when you die, you're going to go to heaven. I'm like, that's not, that's not what the Bible talks about. The Bible talks about when you die, will you be reconciled to God to live with God forever in peace and harmony? Where does it say in any scripture it's that we, when we die or anything like that, 
when we die now or we die later or whatever, that we immediately go to heaven. There's only one spot that says to be absent with the bodies, be present with the Lord. Present However, with the Lord, but doesn't say necessarily in heaven. Right. So the question. So, so you're talking about soul sleep, like so, the seven, what Seventh Day Adventists believe. Well, I'm not. I'm not going to get into it too much. There's validity just, in that. I just it cracks me up how like I've heard a lot of Baptist pa- pastors go, "I'm going to be kicking up gold dust on Hallelujah Avenue up in heaven." You won't have a as soon body. as I die, and it's like, wait a second, our bodies aren't reunited with our souls. So, but but I don't see anywhere where it talks about. Where it talks about being in the heaven, you know, in heaven, or in the heavenly body, or right. anything like that, after we die, I see the the feast, the bridegroom feast. I see, you know, a talk about Abraham's bosom, which there's an argument to be made what Abraham's bosom actually is. Yeah, or and, and, and we touched about is. that on other episodes, right? And I don't want to go too actually, much into that, it now. Well, actually, the ask anything, yeah, ask I anything think, episode, we, right. we touched on that, but. Uh, so it's just it's interesting to me that you never see anywhere where it talks about that. No, but yeah, that's a huge rabbit trail. That <laughs> but but heaven, is, if we picture yeah. heaven is what God is. You see, right. God came down and was with the people with and, Adam and Eve. They ruined it. Then he came down into the temp- temple and the tabernacle, and then Jesus, God in flesh, came down to the earth. And now we're waiting for the final return right. of Jesus. Well, and, and, and I hear all of these things. Heaven is where God is. Well, that's kind of where I'm at. Is what heaven actually is. Um, it's, it's I hear song. a lot of people that, oh, that you know they always look up and like, well, he's, I said he created the heavens and the earth. It's like, well, I think the he- when he talked about creating the heavens, it was the celestial bodies. Yeah, the heavens. It that's, was that's how Old Testament right. Right. It wasn't necessarily like that. some other place beyond the sea or up in the clouds or I don't think it was. Ephesians necessarily- talks about multiple levels of heavens. Right. It but, does, you know, but that, it doesn't that's, say that's exactly. It doesn't so. say. Yeah, it doesn't say that it's. In outer space, it's in the celestial bodies. It doesn't say that, Going and it doesn't say that. In our favorite rocket ship, floating. <laughs> oh, All right, that's enough out of you. <laughs> Anyways, so yeah, it doesn't. I I can't find anywhere I see absent with the body, present with the Lord, go to rest in Abraham's bosom, or going to Hades. Not necessarily hell, like we've talked about in the past. Um, I I don't see any of that. So, so, so this might be a bit of a rabbit trail, oh, but we've already w- way rabbit trail. So, but this is this is this is the real talk. Um, when uh, uh, let me put it this way: How would you describe, quote unquote, being saved to somebody? Because you hear so many times where it's like, you know, you go are, are you, when you die, where are you going? Are you going to go to heaven or go to hell? So, how would you rather? pastors and communicators and just Christians, when they talk about being saved and being rescued, redeemed after death, how would you tell someone about that? You know what I mean? Um, well, we know there is technically going to be a hell after the day of judgment. Right. I mean, the Bible has that all over the place. So there is going to be a hell, and there is going to be a heaven. I just don't think it's the same heaven that people are thinking of. Right. And I think that not a purgatory in between, but I think there's something in between that we don't quite understand. And we've talked about in the, in the previous podcasts and I've mentioned how God lives outside of time. Mm -hmm. So I think when we die, we are no longer constrained by time because we're present with the Lord who lives outside of time. So it's, it's like to me when you die, maybe it's, I don't know because I've never died. (laughs) So how do you don't know? You might be living, you might be living in the matrix, bro. This is my thought process behind it. You die, you're with God. And like, it's like, all right, now we're preparing to go get everybody else. Like, that's just what it is. And it's like, 
it's ha- all happening really quick because right. they're outside of time. Now, I do think, and, and this was something that I was always told. I was, I had some high school teacher that convinced us all that the Seventh Day Adventists were a cult. I've heard that a lot, which it's not. No, and I've I've actually done a lot of study they, into the Seventh they, Day Adventists. They believe in soul sleep, which means do. when you die, it's not like you're just waiting for millennia for it's right. all of a sudden you die, then all of a sudden it's like, yo, Jesus, we're, we're going back, right? Like it just happens like that. So I think there is validity in scripture for uh, that. Yeah. But but anywho, that's that's a different conversation. Let's get back to it this is. one. Yeah. <laughs> wow, we've really rabbit trail. I don't even know how to get back into this mentally. But anyway, well, it's the fact of there will be a new heaven, there will be a new so earth, it there ta- will be it purified. Talks, it talks about that, and then there talks about there's going to be a purification because of God's wrath. It doesn't necessarily say it destroyed like the whole world is. At least not yet, not in the old not testament. Yet. So that's old testament, a couple of scriptures out of the old testament. So then let's dive into the New Testament, because what does it say in the New Testament? Well, Second Peter 3 talks about the coming of the day of the Lord. Uh, I like that voice, which yeah, is a do. whole, yeah, you do. it's a whole other topic, what the day of the Lord is. And now we're getting into tribulation and when is it going to happen? And yeah, all. and First Thessalonians, and, First Thessalonians talks about that, I think. Yes, yeah, First yes. Thessalonians 5. Yep. So, uh, but we're not going to dive into that. Uh, not the topic. But but Second Peter also talks about, the new heaven and the new earth. You know, like I said, when I, when I went into this, I was looking for scriptures that said new Jerusalem, new heaven, new earth. That's what I was looking for. So, uh, second Peter three, we'll start in verse 10. We'll go through verse 13. It says, but the day of the Lord will come like a thief in which the heavens will pass away with a roar and the elements will be destroyed with intense heat and the earth and its works will be burned up. Okay. So I just want to stop there. And say when it says heavens, the way I interpret it, my opinion, is the celestial bodies, not heaven, heaven, which is present with God, which we just talked about, which is how we got off on that whole rabbit trail. Right, right, yep. Um, Then it says that the elements will be destroyed by an intense heat and the earth and its works will be burned up. So again, we're looking at fire. That's what we're assuming anyways. Through, well, I mean, it's got to be something with heat in the elements. Yeah. I mean, yeah. So uh, let's go on into verse 11. It says, since all these things are to be destroyed in this way, what sort of people ought you to be in holy conduct and godliness, looking for and hastening the coming of the day of God, because of which the heavens will be destroyed by burning and the elements will melt with intense heat. But according to his promise, we are looking for new heavens and a new earth in which righteousness dwells. So we see it again. <clears throat> there, there's something to be said, and I actually learned this from Pastor Scott Smith and Pastor Brandon Sochet. When something in Scripture is repeated, it's like an exclamation point. Yep. So you notice how he says that twice in verse 10 and then verse 11. He talks about he bookends it. The, yeah, the elements and the melting and the intense heat. So we see the day of the Lord is not going to be pretty. Nope. <laughs> um, it's not going to be a pleasant for the, those who... who aren't or are aren't of the Lord aren't right. of the Lord or and yeah so uh, and then it talks a little bit about um, but according to his promise we are looking for the new heavens and the new earth in which righteousness dwells so again he's talking to the church at that time and saying there's something to look forward to right and it's not here right now and it's not here it's not here and you know it's, that's what that that whole passage is talking about and that's how I presented whenever I would, you know, when I'm, when I'm preaching on a Sunday, when, when I was preaching on Sunday morning or Sunday night, 
I ne- I always said, you know, like, yeah, you'll be with God forever. Right. But I always took it for the fact of verse 13 says, according to his promise, we are looking forward to the new heaven, the new earth. Right. Everything in us is groaning for that perfection and that righteousness, where righteousness and, and no more injustice, no more all the crap that we're dealing with right now in the year 2020. That will be all done away because God has made all things new. Right. And we'll be living on a perfect earth with a perfect ruler. But what's funny, though, is the focus isn't about the burning. The focus is the fact of all these things right here won't exist anymore. Right. Because we'll be over here on the new. Which righteousness dwells. Exactly. And that's what what it says. uh, But according to his promise, we are looking for. Yep. And I think people. So before, in in verse 10 and 11, he said these things will happen since these things are to be destroyed, right? And I think that's the word people get stuck on, is the word destroyed. Right, right. But it says that these things are to be destroyed. So I'm not even going to dig into that yet. But it says, so that we're looking at, okay, it's, it's kind of, yes, these things are going to be destroyed. And then verse 13 says, but we are looking for, like that's the thing we should be setting our, our hopes and our dreams on is the, the new heaven and the new earth. Uh, in which righteousness dwells. Yeah, and and I want to go back to this verse. I mean, because the the word destroyed, that's the word the NASB uses, the King Jimmy, all of them. Um, I like what the CSB has to say. Nope, that's I ain't me. hearing it. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> you know there's a church out there, like in North Carolina, that's like actually has the word King James in their church name. <laughs> that's Whatever. So, Anyways, um, go ahead. But verse 10 of Second Peter 3 says, But the day of the Lord will come like a thief. On that day the heavens will pass away with a loud noise, and the elements will burn and be dissolved, and the earth and the works on it will be disclosed. Since all these things are going to be dissolved anyways... It is clear what sort of people you should be in holy conduct and godliness. So he's saying the fact of all of these things, they just won't exist. So why are you so focused on it? Right. You should be. I'm preaching more, to myself. You why should, should be, I be more focused on this than what's actually more important? We should be focused on being holy. Right. That's what it says. That's what that version said. Right. Yeah. Hundred percent, and then we should be being holy, and then we should be looking forward. And even the NASB says, "Be holy and kind and godliness," because this right. will all go away. And guess what? We're gonna have to stand before God one day. So you better get your, you know, put your money where your mouth is, yeah, and be prepared because it's gonna suck. Yeah, but I don't really think it's gonna suck for but, those who follow Jesus. But again, either. I I don't see, you know, we're talking about the new heaven, the new earth, that that whole thing of why doesn't it just happen again? So we, we see why, some, why doesn't it happen right now? We That's see the question. Yeah, and 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 for me, I've been really dwelling on, you know. That, that statement you made in episode 46 of, man, for all these years, I thought it was just going to be gone and that the, everything was going to be made straight fresh. But I don't see it again in Second Peter. I don't see it. I see things are going to be burned up, kind of cleansed, you know, like a purification process. But there's going to be a new heavens and a new earth. And when I hear earth or, you know, I think of the earth we're standing on, I hear heavens, I hear, so I think, celestial bodies. Right. Um, which this whole scripture kind of... This scripture and the Old Testament scriptures we've read in Isaiah kind of do with do away with the thought that we are living in the millennial reign, which I hear people believe in, right? Because where in history has everything been burned up, including the heavens, the celestial bodies, and by the elements? I haven't seen it yet. There's nowhere in history where that could be. So, anyways, anyhow. But I, I got one last scripture I want to bring up. I know this hasn't been much of a conversation. The conversation comes after all these scriptures. <laughs> um, but uh, Revelations, yes, the 
all-confusing book. The all-confusing of Revelation, <laughs> uh, chapter twenty-one, verses, chapter number twenty-one, verses one through nine, uh, where God is revealing to John and telling John, "Write these things down." Which I would hate to have been John and been like, "I hope I don't forget anything," <laughs> right? But um, Revelation twenty-one says, uh, "Then I saw a new heaven and a new earth, for the first heaven and the first first earth passed away." See, this is this is where I got confused, and I think a lot of people get hung up with where it says that they have passed away. They passed away. And there is no longer any sea. And I see S-E-A. And I saw the holy city, New Jerusalem, coming down out of the he- uh, out of heaven from God, made ready as a bride adorned for her husband. And I heard a loud voice from the throne saying, Behold, the tabernacle of God is among men, and he will dwell among them. And they shall be his people, and God himself will be among them. And he will wipe away every tear from their eyes, and there will no longer be any death. There will no longer be any mourning or crying or pain. The first things have passed away. And he who sits on the throne said, Behold, I am making all things new. And he said, Right, for the words are faithful and true. Then he said to me, it is done. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. I will give to the one who thirsts from the spring of water of life without cost. He who overcomes will inherit these things, and I will be his God, and he will be my son. But for the cowardly and the unbelieving and the uh, ab- abominable snowman. There you go. I couldn't even see it. <laughs> Uh, man, I'm getting old. And murderers and immoral persons and sorcerers and idolaters and all liars, their part will be in the lake that burns with fire and brimstone, which is the second death, not the first death that we talked about earlier, but the second death. Then one of the seven angels who had heard, uh, had the seven bowls full of the seven last plagues came and spoke with me saying, come here and I will show you the bride, the wife of the lamb. Man, there's a lot packed into that. There's a lot. <laughs> there's a lot, man. But uh, again, I don't see a destruction. Nope. I, I mean, I see a destruction, uh, but I don't see a total annihilation of there is nothing and he's starting from scratch again. I mean, right, to, yeah. to a point there is, but to a point they're not. So it made me think about, I was really stuck on Noah. So Noah was a chosen man of God, right? Mm-hmm. And he chose to save his family. Put him on an ark. Yep. Why, on a boat. He, why he flooded the earth and destroyed the earth and started anew. Right? We all know the story. Yep. It's funny how history is kind of repeating itself a little bit here, isn't it? What do you mean? Go, go into that a little bit. So God is taking his chosen people, the church, one, and the chosen people of Israel, two, because mm-hmm. we're grafted into the vine. That's the only reason why I say we're chosen now. Um. And whether you believe when the rap, I, I don't care when you believe the rapture is going to happen. There is a rapture going to happen at some point before the destruction, the total annihilation, destruction of the heavens and earth. I think we everybody can agree on that. That we're we're not going to be burned up in the wrath of God. I think we can all agree on that. I mean, the Bible says it. All Christians will be with him. Right. So, uh, looking at that. Our, our, rather than having an ark, we're going to have our Savior, who is our, air quote, ark. <laughs> yep. And this is also another reason why I believe in the post-trib. Well, we're not going to get into that because <laughs> I'm pre-wrath and they're close. They're but close. They're, they're close. So keep, going, keep going, keep going, Anyways, keep going. So it's just interesting to me that 
God goes to uh, cleanse the earth again, and yet instead of having an actual physical ark, which man relies on, he's having man rely on him and and seeing that Christ is the ark, right? Saving. Yeah, and, and and I've heard it put that way a couple times. And but I think the question is, is at the end of all this conversation, someone can look at all these scriptures and right. go, you know what? Okay, there's going to be something new. It's going to be dope. It's right. going to be awesome. Right. It's going to be legit. It's going to be fire. Whatever word you want to put there, um, it's going to be awesome. It's something that th- that's what we're looking forward to. We're yep. not looking right. to die here and go to heaven. And and, and can I? I'm gonna go on a little rabbit trail. I hate it that people use the excuse of, oh, I was just going to be burned up so they don't do anything right. here on earth. That's 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 good or well-meaning or, or helping other people. They use it as, oh, well, my worship going to be burned up anyway, so I don't need to help these people out. The poor is always going to be there, so I don't need to take care of them. Or um, I'm See, just going to sit on my butt and wait for the day of the Lord Here's First Thessalonians. Here's the thing. We shouldn't focus so much on the physicality of things. Well, there's a but difference it doesn't between say, it doesn't, material, material and right, physicality, material things. Material. Because, you know, 1 Corinthians but, 13 talks about it. All these things will pass away besides love. Well, like you we know? talked about in last week's episode on the image of God. Yep. We all agreed that we're all made in the image of God. We're all family. That was a good episode. So if we're all family, why wouldn't you want to put the point the rest of your family to the ark, a.k.a. Christ, which right. is where I was trying to segue Noah's story into it. So that that is a very good point that... You know, don't sit on your hands and not do anything, and because you know, even the apostles spoke out against people doing that. Yeah, you read that in James. Right. You read that with First Thessalonians, and yep. so, and so we're not supposed to do that, but we're also not supposed to worry about tomorrow, right? Because today has today, enough worries of itself, right. and God is already in the tomorrow. So we shouldn't focus. We should never focus on the destruction of the earth, because that's not good. That's not what we're supposed to focus on. We're supposed to focus on the new heaven and the new earth and being with God. That's like we need to have about. that perspective in mind that this will go away. So we right. probably should tell some people and, and be focused on tomorrow. It's it's more or less to say, look, your family, the, those those other image bearers of God that don't know the ark, aka Jesus, this is what they're going to experience. Mm-hmm. This should be motivation for the church to be like, I don't want them to experience that. Right. That sounds horrible. And so that should motivate us to be like, no, I gotta I gotta show people who the saving grace, who the ark, who Jesus is. So, so here's a, here's here's a question that might come out of this conversation, then, right? And a lot of people will look at the times that we're living in right now, and it's like Jesus is coming back next year. But we have signs of that throughout all of history after World right. War II, World War One, and all the other wars before then. Here's my question, and this might be the question of a listener who's both a Christian or maybe not even a believer: Is why has God waited so dang long? to establish the new heaven and new earth. Because if we look at the last 2,000 years since Jesus, we've seen nothing but sacking and pillaging and terrible things that have happened in the world. Mass murders, mass killings, global wars, not just world wars, but, I mean, even, you know, you're thinking of uh, wars over in China and Mongolia. You think of um, the, Eth- the, 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 there's a lot of wars that have happened in Africa. Even in Europe, you know, we're talking even the Crusades were a bad thing. Um, you see all these bad things happening in the world. And the question is, is why hasn't Jesus established this new earth yet? That's, I think, a question people are really wrestling with is where is it? Why hasn't this happened? You've said it several times throughout several podcasts. It's just not his time. Mm -hmm. It's, it's all about God's time. It's not about our time. And we could want these things and want these things, you know, bad things to end and good things to happen and Hey, good times. Um, 
but God has his purpose. I can assume, I can make opinions mm-hmm. about what I think his purpose is, but I'm sure none of us would have it right. Right. And, and can, can I be real for a second? This Go for something it. that I doubt, like this, this is a Mark spiritual doubt question. Go for it. You know, we read in, is it second Peter? First Peter, first Peter, where the fact of, we see that Jesus has not come back yet because he wants all to come to repentance and right. not everyone has come to repentance yet. Like there's still people that that need to be brought into the fold. I mean that's that's a conversation I right. hear. Um, but nobody will. Oh, not everybody's. You know, in the end days is going right. Be, and this is a question that we cannot answer. This is the question that's only for God. And this is where it goes back to the job is the fact of if we're sitting here waiting for more people to be saved, are more people dying in the process and being born into this? Like it's that. Sh- it's it's that. It's. I'm not one where I want to. This is going back to the if I can ask God any question. You know. Who am I to question the sovereignty of God? And we see that in Job, where it's like, why would the clay look at the pot, at the pottery and be like, bro, why am I a bowl? I want to be a plate. I want to be a cup. Why'd you make me into a bowl? Why am I this color? Why am I this kind of? And, and, you know, we look back all throughout the Old Testament, even the New Testament, where it's like, that's that's not our call to make. What's, what is our responsibility? I think about this, even in the workforce, you, as a steel mill worker, could look at all these different things and start asking questions and full, maybe not fully understand the full big picture because the I, I know your mill's a little different, but um, some places where it's like, you know what? You don't see the whole picture. You only see this little area. You don't see how that right. affects everything, but I need you to do what the best you can do in the spot that you're in. And I think that's where I had to come back down to is I only see, I mean, hindsight's 2020, but I only see the, 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 the area that I'm living in right now. Right. And what am I called to do? I'm called to be a good steward of, where I am. I'm called to be a good steward of my family, my home, my finances, my own personal life, my own personal conversations. I don't have to answer for how you lived your life. I answer for how I live my life and how I raised my family in that. And I might be a person who's only been blessed with one talent versus the 10, not like actual physical talent, but like money, like right. for, for the, from the parable. But then you have a 10 talents person and God will be looking at them and be like, um, I gave you a lot more. Why didn't you produce a lot more? Whereas he might look at me and be like, you know what? Maybe you weren't given as much as Joe Schmo, but I called you to be a good steward of what you were given. Yeah. And so, and that's the, the, the what Paul was looking forward to is God looking at him and going, attaboy, good job, good job. Run the race well. Run the race well, and at the end, you'll receive the the reward, the prize. And, you know, the the new heaven and the new earth, that's what we're supposed to be looking forward to. Right. It's it's kind of like the emperor in Rome when they would go out to war or anybody. Everyone in the city is anticipating them returning to say, we have won, we are victorious. Right. That's what Christians are waiting for right now. But we get the opportunity to look around and be like, hey, yo, you want to be part of the celebration? Let's go. If not, it's going to suck. Right. But you want to be part of this? Like, Whereas that was, you know, in Rome, you weren't allowed to go out and just rip people off the street. But what does the Bible say? Um he told the person the 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 parable, the story about Israel, then going out to the people. What did what do you read in that? It's go out into the streets, just tell everybody, tell everyone, hey, the king's coming, let's go celebrate. Right. You know, come dine at the table of the king, and let's let's enjoy this. So when when I look at this, I guess these are my final thoughts. When I look at the new heaven and the new earth and these conversations, you know, it's it's something that why hasn't this happened yet? I don't know, but it's gonna be baller when it does. And the day of the Lord is going to suck for those who aren't with God, but it's not something that Christians should fear. That's that's the glory that we're we're looking forward to. And you read that back in the Isaiah passage. Um, let me find it real quick. Um, 
this is those parts where it's like, man, I got to go back and look for it real quick. Um, here you go. Um, I will also rejoice in Jerusalem and be glad in my people. In other words, it's not just us who get to look forward to it, but God's looking forward to that day too. Right. Yeah, good. I think my final thoughts are uh, God is looking for a bride that has neither spot nor wrinkle. There's a call to holiness in some of these scriptures that we read today. And that's we should be focusing on being the 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 best servant and bride we are here. And part of that is by going out and trying to warn people of the coming judgment and showing people the ark. Because he's coming. The king's coming. I don't back. know why he hasn't come yet, but I know his ways are not my ways and his thoughts are not my thoughts. And just like you said, Mark, I I'm worried about a little speck right in front of me. I'm not going to worry about eternal time. That's <laughs> that's way above me. Your brain's going to get hurt if uh, you think about that too I, much. There's no way I can even fathom it. So uh, I'm going to leave that to God. And, and again, it's part of trusting him. Um, and, and that's the best I can do. So that's my final thought. And that's it's hard to have a conversation on this because it's in the future. We don't right. fully know. Right. We don't fully know. But hey, if you have a different thought, or a different opinion out there, let us know, man. Like, we want to have this conversation. I mean, today, dude, this was probably one of the first podcasts in a while where we're like, let's just read the Bible and let's let the Bible speak in. for itself. Right. And that, that's so, so I want to say thank you for doing that for me, man. Just bringing the Bible to my eyes and let's just read it and let's just sit and dwell in it for a little bit. Man. Yeah, man. So, so if you guys were out there and enjoyed that, man, this is the glory of the hope that we have right. in Christ. You know, um, all of you prepare to give an answer for the hope that you have. They might not like it, but this is the hope that we have, that Jesus will come back. But reach out to us, man. We want to hear those conversations. We want to hear those thoughts and opinions um, and just keep the dialogue going. Right. But, you know, something that we do at the end of every podcast, if you're new or if you're old, you're looking forward. You've probably been looking forward to this since you started the podcast. <laughs> but it is time. We need a jingle. We need a I, jingle for season I, two. I think so. We need a jingle to be like, and now it's time for. Yeah. But Fuller. Do you have a fun? I don't know why I always ask, but do you have a fun fact? You need to just be to like, what's the what's, what's the, the fun, fun fact today, today Fuller? It's so hard to transition out of a deep conversation into it hey, is. Want to be a goofball for a second? But like we talked about last week, it's kind of open the window. And I'm just going to let this right. I've had a lot of coffee and a lot of water, so I'll let people just put two <laughs> and two together. All right. So the fun fact of the day, Mark, did you know the Monopoly Man has a proper name? Wait, what? Wait, what, what do you mean proper? He has a actual proper name. Like, he has like a name? he's not the Monopoly man. He has an actual name. You ready for it? I did not know this. Okay. The monocled top-hatted fellow on the board game Monopoly is not just named the Monopoly man or rich uncle Pennybags, as you probably thought. In fact, his birth certificate, if one existed. He has a birth certificate? If, if one oh, existed, okay. reads Milburn Pennybags. Milburn. Milburn Penny bags. Where do you get this stuff, dude? Also interesting, the policeman who tosses Milburn into jail has a name too. What? Officer Edgar Mallory. So That's Edgar you. is the is the cop. Is the cop and, and Milburn, Milburn is, is the, the monocle wearing money guy. I did not know they had names. It was always so, the cop and it was it was the Monopoly man. Yeah. Well, 
Now you know. The more you know. That's the fun fact of the day. The more you know. The more you know about what's going to happen in the end, the more you get to look forward to it. And the more you know about Monopoly, the more you enjoy playing it. (laughs) I don't get that game. Uh, Okay. (laughs) We'll just just leave it there. But, uh, yeah, if you guys want to give us a a shout-out or contact us or leave us a review on Apple uh, iTunes, uh, that's Real Talk Christian Podcast. You can also get a hold of us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Real Podcast. Real Talk Christian Podcast. Uh, also, we have an email, Real Talk Christian Podcast at gmail.com. And Mark, did I miss anything? Next week is the 50th episode. 50th episode. So next week, we're going to be drawing the name for the Mega Swag Bag. We Dude. have a fun episode in store. Should we just tell them what the episode's about so they have something to look oh, forward to, or should we keep it to man. our chest? Should we tell them? I'll just give them a hint. Oh, okay. Give them a hint. It's a walk through time. Oh, I like that. We're going to have a walk <laughs> through time on episode 50. Dude, I'm ready. I'm I'm excited to see what episode 50 has in store in the Me mini too. swag. Mega. In the mega swag bag. Mega swag. So, until next time. Take it easy. Thank you for listening to Real Talk Christian. To help get our podcast into the ears of other people who need to hear these conversations, we would love for you to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts. To keep the conversations going, feel free to follow us on Instagram and Facebook and share our content with others. See you next time.